Welcome back, friends. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com. You're tuned into Propaganda Watch, that series where I dissect various tools that are used and deployed against the public for molding public opinion, shaping public discourse, and motivating action in a number of political arenas. And this week on the program, we're going to examine a technique that is subtle, has a number of embedded assumptions and unstated uh, motivations, and is extraordinarily effective for getting people to act in certain ways, or at least to believe certain things about the world that then informs a general viewpoint that motivates particular actions. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the deployment of poll results, surveys, statistics. We, we've polled a certain number of people, and we've found X. And this, in an unstated way, is supposed to get you to believe that X is true or right or valuable, and therefore to motivate you to act in a certain way. And this can be used in really innocuous ways. It can be used in insidious ways. It can be used in downright deceptive, manipulative, and malevolent ways in order to shape your viewpoint on a given topic. Now, let's look at some examples, going, as I say, from the innocuous to the insidious to the manipulative. And we'll start with one that doesn't seem particularly technique functions. This one is coming from Plaquemine Post South. Uh, poll shows support for funding to research aimed at obesity epidemic. 85% of voters polled believe that the state should spend more public funds on medical research to help reduce obesity among Louisianans. 69% think Louisiana state taxpayer funds should be used to support scientific research at public universities, etc., etc. I'll let you read through that entire article for yourself, but I think you get the gist of what this technique is and how it can be deployed from something as seemingly innocuous as this. Oh, okay, all right, 85% of voters polled believe that the public should spend more public funds, that the state should spend more public funds on medical research to help reduce obesity. Okay, well, good. And that type of headline and that type of story might be the type of thing I suppose if anyone actually still reads physical newspapers, you might glance over and read the first couple paragraphs of that and move on. And it might just embed itself in your subconscious. Uh, and you might not think about it again. But it might inform the way you think about that issue in the future. And what is the unstated and embedded assumptions here? It's that, first of all, that the state, is its function is to reduce obesity amongst the population, and that it can do this just by spending more money on the problem, it always comes back to funding, of course. And so who's really advocating for this, and in what way, and why, and when was this poll conducted, and, and, and why? Oh, it was conducted uh, by Bernie R. Pinsonat, Inc., for the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation, and, oh yeah, it's finding that the majority of Louisiana taxpayers want the Louisiana state government to spend more money on, well, research foundations, like the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation. <laughs> so you see how this can be used as, as essentially a marketing tactic, a sales technique, to get people to say, oh, look, you know, everyone's on board with this idea, so why don't we just pump more money into these biomedical research foundations and we can reduce obesity that way? How about you just reduce your caloric intake? No, 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 no. We need to spend billions of dollars. We need, we need research foundations. We need guys in white lab coats and working on some magic pill that's always 15 years down the road. No, 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 no. I mean, continue to eat your greasy fast food and everything. I mean, that's fine, but 
just pay more money to the research foundation. Anyway, that's an, that's a pretty blatant example of how this game can work. And that's a, a case where there is a very specific and obvious interest by a specific party in condition, commissioning and conducting a poll in order to get exactly that kind of result. And you imagine the results wouldn't have been released if it had have gone the other way. 85% of Louisianans think there should be no taxes and we shouldn't pay anything. Blah, blah, blah. No, that wouldn't get a news headline, but this, they'll, they'll run with it. Well, how else can this technique be used? Here's a more, what I would call insidious way that this technique is used. It's essentially along the lines of, look what your neighbors are doing and saying and thinking and believing. Why aren't you? It's the type of sh group shaming tactic that I think we can all relate to in our personal lives. People use this in everything from office scuttlebutt to everything else to try to group shame people into, oh, everyone else thinks this. Why are you the one holdout? Well, how can this be used in a news quote unquote context? Just ask Fox Business, who ran this headline recently. What Americans will and won't give up to fight climate change, where they attempt to tell you the various things that apparently the American public are doing or not doing in order to save the, the world. Because as we know, it is your personal responsibility. It's your plastic straws that have killed the environment. I mean, don't worry about the, the DOD and what they're doing. Don't worry about just tampering with the human genome and, and uh, other things that are going on, the, the genetic monstrosities that are being created by Bear Monsanto and all of this. No, don't worry about any of those kinds of environmental issues. It's your, you and your plastic straws that are, and look what you people are doing and not doing. So this one goes on in, this is a, a poll by the Associated Press, NORC, Center for Public Affairs Research. And it highlights in a simple infographic um, some of the things that people are doing. For example, it, under a headline, Climate versus Convenience, uh, they say 90% of people turn off unused lights. You know, good job. And if you're one of those 10%, like what kind of horrible, weird maniac are you? Um, well, yeah, turn off unused lights. But then where does this go from there? 50% set heater at 68 degrees or lower in winter. Well, you're not one of these people that like to heat your house too warm, are you? You know, most people, 50% plus one, choose eight, 68 degrees. So that's the magic number. Now, being a non-American, anyone in the rest of the world, I have no idea what 68 degrees means. That sounds extremely hot to me, but that's because I work in Celsius. 20% uh, take buses or bike instead of driving. Now they're starting to get into the things like, look, there's a growing number of people. There's 20% there's of real climate crusaders, real good people who are saving the world, who will go that extra step and start biking to work. Why don't you bike to work? And then it gets to 5% always eat vegetarian meals. Because again, as we know, the one of the new things that they're coming out with is vegetarianism is healthier for the environment because it will reduce carbon dioxide. That's why you should be vegetarian. And look, 5% of people are doing it, but it's only 5%. We can do better. It's trying to shame people, guilt people into doing things by showing, look at what your neighbors are doing or thinking. And that starts to get into insane territory, as we've seen in the last several years. Well, I mean, this is obviously an old tactic, but I've certainly noticed it in my time at The Corporate Report when it comes to things like airport security, where I, I, I've talked about this before, I believe, on Propaganda Watch. At least I did talk about it, I think, earlier this year, um, talking about those, those situations in which they'll go to the airport 
to, oh, there's the new, you know, X-ray naked body scanners, and they'll interview people in line. What do you think about the new airport scanners? And and on the news, they'll show everyone saying, oh, you know, well, it, it's uh, inconvenient, but we've got to do it in order to combat terrorism or something. They'll show three or four people saying that. And the impression that you get, again, un, it's the unstated uh, embedded assumptions, but you see three or four people answering in a little tightly made news package for the TV, the six o'clock news. So while you're eating your dinner, your TV dinner, vegetating with your family, you can get this indoctrination that, oh, look, they, they interviewed three people and all three said that the, the, the airport scanners are good. But they don't show you the 57 people that they talked to that said, this is insane, this is ridiculous, I hate this, why are we doing this, this is stupid, this is security theater. They'll never show that. Um, and here's another example of that that uh, I dug up for this particular propaganda watch. CBS News from back in November 2010 when all of the uh, naked airport body scanner brouhaha was coming to a head and you were starting to get the uh, opt-out day where everyone was going to, to opt out of the airport scanners on that one of those crushed days before Thanksgiving. Everyone's flying and uh, there was going to be the national opt-out day and people were getting ready and so they turned off the scanners and let everyone through for that day because they don't want you to... They don't. This is exactly the tactic in reverse. They want you to think... Everybody else is happy with what's going on. You're the weird one for not liking it. If they allow you a demonstration where, hey, look, I'm not the only one. In fact, all of us are against it. You're the crazy ones for trying to make us do this. They'll never give you a fair playing field to demonstrate that because that's precisely what they don't want. Instead, they'll come out with garbage like this. Poll, four in five support full body airport scanners. And they, uh, they, there's the CBS News poll analysis by the CBS News poll, polling unit, where uh, they show that 81% say that airports should use full-body x-ray machines, 15% say no, and 4% say don't know slash other. So I, again, and that's just the big infographic they use to start this story, so that even if you don't even read the article, you get it right away. 81% of people are fine with these full-body x-ray machines. Why aren't you? What's wrong with you? Maybe you're the terrorist, huh? Which, again, is the way that this is used. It's group peer pressure. And, again, this is the oldest tactic in human society, peer pressure. But here it is in the news context. Oh, we commissioned this poll and we found everybody loves the airport scanners, so you're the crazy one. Now, sometimes this kind of backfires and it kind of shows the exact opposite of what the central narrative would be. And a good example of that that I, I know I've referred to on the podcast before I'm afraid I can't dig out the specific reverence. This was several years ago. But I did talk about how isn't it funny that every single year in the JFK assassination anniversary coverage or whenever there's a big new special on the you know, CBS News and whoever, whoever the uh, Walter Cronkite of today is, is hosting some serious special about what we know about this crazy lone nut Lee Harvey Oswald who undoubtedly assassinated the president. There's, it's not even mentioned the idea is not even countenanced. It doesn't even deserve a mention that, oh, yeah, you know, I guess some people believe that he wasn't the lone nut that killed the president all by himself. But it, it, it isn't even brought up to dismiss, generally. It's generally just assumed that everyone knows and everyone believes 100% in the Bible that is the Warren Commission report. No one has any questions about that. And yet, of course, that is the exact opposite of reality. I've pointed out this out before, but here's a more recent example than ones I've pointed out before. Here's from October 2017, back when there was the JFK assassination records 
dump or lack thereof, and that was making some news headlines. Uh, this came out from 538, which we know got the uh, 2016 election. So, so right, right? Uh, 538, most people believe in JFK conspiracy theories. Perhaps no major event in modern U.S. history has spawned more widespread doubt than the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in Dallas in November 63. The official account, one man, Lee Harvey Oswald did it. The unofficial theory, well, there are many, blah, blah, blah. And it says, according to a new 538 Commission survey monkey poll of 5,130 adults conducted October 17th to October 20th, 2017, only 33% of Americans believe that one man was responsible for the assassination. A majority, 61%, think that others were involved in a conspiracy. In pretty much every demographic, most respondents believed that Oswald didn't act alone. The majority of people, hey, it's a democracy, people, and the 50% plus one gets to rule, right? But on cases like this, where the majority of people see the self-evident fraud, the self-evident contradiction, tissue of lies that is the official story, the Warren Commission report, and its, uh, its defenders, in these cases, that, that isn't even countenanced. That this will be occasionally discovered and even publicized sometimes. Oh, yeah, oh, the majority of Americans don't believe this. But it will not even be thoroughly discussed. It will certainly won't be taken seriously. It will never actually seriously be discussed and investigated. And you'll never have a, a serious researcher on to talk about this in any, anything approaching a serious manner in any sort of mainstream media outlet. Of course. Why would they even broach the topic? Because to even broach the topic is to let people out there know that I'm not the only one. I'm not the crazy one. Oh, look, there are other people. Oh, wait, the majority of people. Hey, my neighbors think this too. I didn't know because this is one of those subjects you're supposed to shut up about and be quiet because you're the crazy one. Again, this is how the group peer pressure works. And this is why they don't uh, widely publicize and trumpet results like these that show that most people don't buy the official propaganda. Now, this, as always, as we've talked about several times here on Propaganda Watch over the course of the past year. This, as always, raises the conundrum. Well, this is a technique for getting people to, uh, for, for persuading people in various ways. Can it be used for good? Could we then trumpet results like this one? Look, the majority of people know that Oswald didn't act alone. Could we use this to say, hey, look, if you think that Oswald acted alone, you're the nutty one. You're the Fruit Loop. You're out there. You're the wing nut. You're the fringe theorist who thinks that it was Oswald acting alone. Uh, well, I mean, there may be some val validity to that. And here's an interesting example of that phenomenon. Uh, this one, by way of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth, AE 9-11 Truth. You may have seen this around the, the time of the anniversary and its coverage this year, but if not, here it is. Most Americans who see collapse of Building 7 doubt official story, survey finds. And this says, the solid majority of Americans who watched the September 11, 2001 collapse of World Trade Center Building 7 on video don't buy the government story that fires brought it down, according to a new survey conducted by YouGov on behalf of architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. Which, I'm sure, the Metabunk kind of crowd would instantly go, oh, oh, yeah, but of course, it was commissioned by 9-11 Truth. Of course, they're going to find what they're going to find. But this is just playing the game by the exact same rules that always pertains in the mainstream media. Oh, you know, the, bio, the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation sponsored this poll that found the majority of taxpayers want the state to spend more money on our research. <laughs> well, imagine that. I mean, this is the exact same thing. 
So if you're going to criticize this, okay, but you're going to have to criticize all of them. And then the question really is, well, who's, what is YouGov and how do they conduct these polls and in what manner? And is anything excluded from this? Did they do seven versions of this poll? And, and this is the only one that found this result. So they went with that. I mean, those are, the, those are questions about methodology, but those questions have real answers. And you have to start uh, digging into that. So that's why this type of poll will just be completely ignored. But continuing with the story, after viewing video footage of the controversial building collapse from four different angles, 52% of Americans who participated in the survey are either sure or suspect it was caused by controlled demolition, compared to 21% who are sure or suspect it was caused by ordinary fires. A sizable 27% say they don't know. Okay, this is this is important, and this is interesting because it is playing the game by the exact same rules that the mainstream media uses all the time to, t- to tell us that four in five people support invasive naked x-ray body scanners that are probably giving you cancer, so why don't you? It's the exact same thing in the exact same style, commissioned in the same way, run by the same types of organizations. So this is flipping the tables and saying, look, We can do it too. Look, the majority of people see that this is not an ordinary building collapse. So what are you going to do? And and then, of course, the response is going to be, well, yes, but the majority of people are not structural engineers, and so they don't know what they're seeing, and they know nothing about the details of this. Okay, fair enough, but then why do you always put up uh, polls about the majority of of Swedish people believe that humans are 100% responsible for global warming, whatever that we define that as this week. <laughs> well, again, are the general population of Sweden all scientific experts impaneled by the IPCC? No, of course not. So why do we care about the majority of people's opinion on uh, the scientific subject like that? Well, then why do we care about the majority of people's opinion about what they see with their own eyes regarding Building 7? They're not experts. How could they possibly know? <laughs> So again, this gets into a whole different field of expertology, which we will talk about in the future. But uh, this is an interesting idea, and it raises again, as we've talked about before here, these are techniques for persuading people on various subjects. So the question is, well, can we turn the tables? Can we use this type of thing to flip the narrative, as it were, and to say, you're the kooky wingnut because you believe the official story of 9-11? Because it's true, most people doubt. And that, this has been found in polls over the years. But again, those polls are dismissed. They're swept under the rug. The polls that show the propaganda narrative are trumpeted loud and blared on the nightly news. And all of this is just background chatter to most people. People don't live their lives by what the latest poll says. But it does go into people's subconscious. And they subconsciously register that in a way. Oh, 85% of Louisianans want to spend more money on the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation. Okay, I guess that's an important issue. I guess we should rally around that. It's an interesting technique because it is, it is so subtle in some ways. It, it operates subtly. It's in your face, but it operates subtly and mostly subconsciously. And it raises some interesting questions. So I'd love to hear your guys' take on this. That's going to do it for this edition of Propaganda Watch. All the links, of course, to all of these stories will be in the show notes at CorbettReport.com, so I hope you'll check it out. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. The Corbett Report is brought to you by you. Your support makes The Corbett Report possible. Sign up for the subscriber newsletter or purchase a DVD at CorbettReport.com support.